you look just like my ex. Hey, you up? DTF. Um, kinda out of your league, but thanks for the swipe. No thanks, ugly. I wasn't interested anyway. Where are you? You up? Thanks for the swipe. Whatever. Um, height mate, please. I'm kinda out of your league, but... Dating up disasters. Woo! Welcome to another episode of Day Nap Disasters. This is the real deal. Feel the thrill. What's up, Rach? Hi, buddy. Um, we'll, we'll get to that later because I, I see where you're going. Oh, right? you don't want me to do nah, it? Well, we got we got two big announcements today. Okay. We'll get to the the uh, the big one later, but right now our second biggest announcement is that we got Seton freaking Smith. Here today, fucking Smith. Hey, 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 freaking Smith. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like that. And thank you for coming and slumming it, schlepping it with the regular folks tonight. Thank you, thank you, man. Thank you, man. I feel real wonderful being with y'all, motherfuckers. No, no, I'm joking. No, no, fuck this shit. Fucking mean. No, is it? Y'all just labeled yourselves. Yeah, like I am. We over here serving my man well whiskey and shit out of candle glasses. No, I'm joking. No, this is actually. First of all, this is not fucking well. You what is it there, right? Bullet. Oh, I mean, okay. First off, in the circles I run in now, it's well. Oh, what? A- <laughs> this is actually this apartment is dope as fuck. It's a really, really nice oh, apartment. Very sweet. Wonderful. Thank the, you. the balcony game is really. I'm Rachel's jealous. made it, and yeah. I've said this every episode, and I'll continue to say it. Whatever. Rachel is doing quite well for herself and her OnlyFans. Why do you do this to me every? Because your toe you know? picks are selling out before you even post them. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's her game. Yeah, that's, that's my smart. Game. That's I have a brain. Smart. I have Told a brain. Smart now guy. during the pandemic, I might have sold a few foot picks to get by. <laughs> But I would never do that in real life. Never. Man, those, Only those, during those pandemic bunions times. were moving off the shelf. Wow. <laughs> see, he's going to believe you now. My boy is, no, a no, foot, no. is a foot guy. My boy, I can see him. He's a foot warrior. There's oh, a lot he, of foot he, yeah. guys. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I was like, really? Really? I mean, I really, I you, like. Mm. You know what's crazy? I'm not a foot guy because I've met people with real foot fetishes where it's almost disturbing. Where they're like, oh my God, you see that baby toenail? And I'm like, ugh. ugh. No. But I will say this. The older I've gotten and the more sex I have. The more, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to fuck a chick if she kept her socks on. Like, that would bother me. Like, I don't need feet, but if you have pretty feet, I want to see the feet. Which doesn't make me a foot guy, because I'm like, oh my God, let me see those toes immediately. But if we're having sex, I do want your toes out. Like, I've had, yeah. wait, 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 wait. You've had sex with women that kept their socks on? Like- I know a woman that sleeps with her socks on every night. It's treacherous behavior. Freezing feet or something? I don't like? fucking know. I'm starting to think she was like a barefoot ballerina or something because I'm like, there's no reason to sleep at your side unless, even in the wintertime, I'm going to just toast them in the ca- in the covers. But mm-hmm. I like, I want to see the feet. You? She might have sickle cell. You know, you have to have a little sympathy for her. Feet were cold, <laughs> oh, nigga. My God. <laughs> <laughs> she might have had sickle cell. I'm just saying. Well, I'm going to tell you, a little sympathy. This white woman would be the only case documented well, in any medical journal. And, her, and the fact that you have no sympathy for her. <laughs> She's sitting there shivering from her sickle cell. I thought she had like, low iron. He talking about this white woman got sickle cell. Oh, shame. Judgment, people. Damn, have. I need to go check on that woman. A lot of judgment in the black like, community. Are you okay, sister? Oh, my God. So before we get to your, your funny but the way, I want to oh. actually jump on the point of clothes. I don't mind clothes on with a chick, though, just because I don't mind. Like, if she's too, if she wants to fuck me so bad, she forgets to take off stuff. I feel that's a win for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't even take off. Like so what is the limit? Like, that's would you? Would thing. you? Wait a you don't forget. For, all right, no, all right. So okay, like, you don't forget. You kind of just don't decide to leave. You decide to leave it on. All right, if you're in a bar bathroom and you're getting busy, yeah, leave your clothes on. Because who would get naked in this place? What if you want to say a hearty goodbye? 
A, a hearty goodbye. So you're going to work. <laughs> Baby, don't take them back. Don't even. That's different. I thought you meant like it's like you're getting ready for sexy time and like, or if even if it's spontaneous, you don't forget. Even if I'm things. in a spontaneous mood, I'm still gonna lift the shirt up so the titties is hanging out and you can keep the rest. But I gotta see some type of skin. There's one scenario with one article of clothing that that is kept on that is heels. Sexy. No. Oh. Well, what do you mean, no? I mean, that's what most people were thinking, I okay, think. Okay, maybe. But, like, no, sometimes if you leave the underwear and you put it to the side. And you slide them to yeah, the side. That, that's all right. I'm, I'm, sharing with me. I don't like, like, clothes that take too long for me to get around the stuff. Like, the big, like the oh, big sweats are, are fun. Tight sweats, now I got to, like, you, you know, you got to wiggle that back. off. You have to now, slide yeah. them. Yeah. Now oh, I thought no, you were talking about lingerie. I mean, I'm talking about just the warfare of trying to get sex here. Like, if you can put long, the warfare, the warfare, it's a long term fair. I want it all the time. You're gonna give it to me less than I what I want. Right. <laughs> That's just a fact. So those situations, that middle ground. How much you're not gonna give it to me in those times where I can convince you? And if you're wearing sweats, I ain't gonna be able to convince you. But if you, you still wearing, have to convince women. Oh my god. What do you think he's out I mean, here assaulting women? Yeah, there was a whole law. <laughs> you have to convince them. No, there was a like, law. Hey, bitch, get in here. A, no, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying laws like, passed right? on these things. That's not what I meant. I That's not what women. I meant. Let's I'm take a moment to talk about I'm women. They're like, respectful. You know when a woman wants to be with you. But I don't, he still takes events, and even if a woman wants really? you, there's never like if the woman's never slept with you before, even if she knows you, you can't just be like, "Hey, meet me in my room." Like unless like they'd look at you like, "Who? What type of woman you think?" What I had this week. Yeah, you yeah, want to like, talk about that? We'll talk about that in a second. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't. You, you understand Michael B. Jordan, there's a level of woman. He had to convince Lori Harvey. You know what I mean? Like, you, no matter who you are as you a man. You think so? I can assure you. He had to. I yeah. mean, yeah. You, okay, I'm not defending Cuba Gooden Jr., but did you see the video that he <laughs> I mean, got? He's a, he's a creeper. He's a creeper Guys, in general. I've been around him in real life. It, it, he probably did that shit. Yeah, he absolutely did. He absolutely <laughs> he did that did shit. Did he absolutely did that shit. Yeah. You know, let's move on. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's move on. You're right. Let's move on. Let's say I was a guy. If you've never been to Wicked Willie's or ran into Cuba one evening, you've never really lived in New York City. <laughs> he's a no, rubber motherfucker. I, he likes to touch. He do. He, no, he, like, he's, hey, my, he grabbed my homegirl. And I remember she was like, you don't give a fuck who it is. She was like, this motherfucker just grabbed my. He's like, what? He was like, you know who I am? And I said, oh, okay. See, did exactly. he grab her hand? Where did he grab her? her? Grab, palmed her ass. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. It's like that shit, like it's weird. The celebrity shit is like not as powerful a lore as it used to be. Because or, there's Twitter and Instagram. There was such mystique, I think, to famous people before we had so much access to them. Mm -hmm. So when you did run into you, like, oh, my God, that's it. But now you follow these people's everyday lives yeah. if you don't know them. So you're like, oh, this guy's a regular weirdo like me. He just has a nice place with a lot of money. So when you meet them, unless it's like somebody super, super nice, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But Cuba, it's like, yeah, you, this seems a little too regular. You're do, too you, do you not notice at the comedy club, though, that it's men, it's become the biggest groupies now? That mean? men have become the bigger groupies than women. I mean, a lot of them want to fuck me, but I just act like I don't see it. Nice, uh, nice. Because he's a father, going to have a family. That's a nice way no, to look at it. I'm yeah. talking about I men being groupies to other male comics. Like, I've seen, it's crazy. We call them dick riders, and they've been around since the beginning I of the like industry. I feel like it's so much more prevalent Yes, now. men, dick riders, that is before older There's like the, the comedy nerd scene that's been growing ever since The Onion got together. I feel like The Onion was a place that all the nerds got, and then like they started to really cultivate and anthologize and mm. say Mr. Show was a standard of all comedy. And gotcha. then, you 
you know what I'm saying? And then that grew, and then suddenly, like, people's, and then the internet created this whole, like, seeing the development of people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, like I've actually gotten people who be like, oh, I really like the early stuff, or I like how you're going this direction with your stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> and then people who just really have comments, like, oh, man, you are yeah. you Thanks used for the critique. Yeah, yeah you yeah. used to be political, now you're doing all the personal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I'm you. sorry, this is called life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the fuck? Does that weird you out? Um, n- no, Do no. women do that to you, or is it only dudes? Well, I have both. I mean, there are comedy nerds okay. who get weird, and there are comedy nerds who I think they. I mean, and they all have creepy levels. I mean, honestly, I remember one time I was uh when I was open for Melania, it'd be interesting because it would be like really young girls. I remember one time walking to do the city winery, and this girl, maybe fifteen, I discovered maybe sixteen. I didn't know she looked twenty two. I'm just walking with her. She's talking, and she's really like familiar with me. Just talking. Like, yeah. So hey, so look, can I ask you about stuff? You open Malik and I told you about coming. We walked like four or five, six blocks and I suddenly was like, hold on, let me act like an old man here. Calm down. Hey girl, little girl, <laughs> we need four or five books and uh, I don't know, email me in 15 years when you see how your progress is. But it's really like, it was like, I don't know what's going on here, but you got to stop talking to me so closely. Yeah. But uh, you know what I mean? That uh, that kind of um, interestingness of it all. But I realized she's like, a nerd, so she probably like she, she fangirled out. Yeah, she was like, "I want to know everything." I want yeah. to. Yeah, it had nothing. Chances to Chances are, she's at an open mic right now. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully she kills. Hopefully and not. She probably. <laughs> Jesus, like we need some more of these people. No, yeah. man, this shit's become a science now. I get it now. Yeah, like, especially the more we understand algorithms and human. But behavior. that's what it is. I feel like people. All right, I don't. I got. I don't want to say cheating the game mm. but i feel like you know there was a time like i mean hell you've been doing it longer than me i just i've been doing it 13 years but there was a time like when i first started 2010 era and even up until recently it was how much were you on stage bang bang every night i'm trying to kill i'm trying to do as many spots as i can in one night now this younger generation is i don't need to do comedy every night i just need to do a couple of nights a week so i can get some clips and get and i can get into the algorithm just right and feed that algorithm, huh. then I can blow the fuck up off that, and I don't need to be, and that's where it's fucked up, because yes, does that work? Unfortunately, yeah, but then you get these opportunities that you are definitely not ready for, because you're not good enough, yeah. because the only way to get good is through the reps, so now you get these tours, and you are just up there for, God, 30 minutes, hopefully, sometimes an hour, and they're like, crowd working, I've seen, I've gone to some of these people's shows from Instagram, and and I'm like, Jesus Christ. What is the point of me even working hard? No, but what's the point of working hard? You know what I'm saying? If you can just cheat the system, and I sound like an old bitter ass fucking guy because because I'm I'm confused by it. I'm like, so y'all don't have any pride in the craft? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think believe in God. That's a problem. No, no, it's also too like it's, this is kind of how the the business works too. Like the system you just explained is how uh, uh, Burns and Allen got famous. They only got famous off fifteen minutes. They would just work the clubs, and then also before them, Abbott and Costello. They actually stole that black, the main black Joe's first on base. Fifteen minutes, and they got a radio show. So yeah, fifteen minutes has always been the formula for being famous in New York City and L.A. So that's actually not yeah. new. But you you're benefiting more from it more than you think, and I know oh, like okay. it is nice. well. No, I'm saying ah, shit, because because you got into comedy at such a perfect time where the social media can also benefit the reps that you're doing because like like say comics like Mike Britt or like some of the older comics who are just so unfamiliar with social media. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, you know Mike Britt destroys every time, time he, he hits the, the stage. But his, he has no social media presence. Yeah, don't put me in this conversation. Go ahead, keep going. Mike. No, you do. No, <laughs> no, no, you, no, 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 no. You, you say your things about Mike Britt. I'll be no, I love no, Mike. No, we love Mike. No, but Mike is like, he's love, like, I don't even fucking need. I don't even open Instagram. We love Mike Britt. Like, oh, Mike Britt is like, in my top five. Yeah, I was like, Mike, you should be famous as fuck. He was like, he was like, 
He's like, because I ain't posting shit to Instagram. He's like, I'm trying to pay he somebody. He doesn't play to, the game. He's like, I don't give a fuck about that Instagram shit. I'm like, but you should be just as well known as any comedian right. we've ever seen right. on Netflix. This is you know not, not a diss. I yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's like my OG. So, no, but he was like, Phil, I don't. He's like, I'm trying to get better with these. I just don't like. So, you, what I'm saying is you have the best of both worlds because you are able to navigate it. But also, you came up in a time where reps were important. So, you right. kind of got the best of both worlds. But so you're saying is when I do, when that opportunity finally does present itself, I will be ready. Right. Okay. Well, we can only keep praying. Y'all <laughs> motherfuckers need to keep on sharing these clips. I mean. I keep I, hearing about this certain opportunity that people offer you. I don't know, man. I don't know if. Uh, I mean, I is would. Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I would say for you. Know. Go ahead. I think you are in such a rare error because there's such a few amount of comics that have done Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah. No, and, they're literally are yeah. very few. Like yeah. it is a handful of comedians. And yeah. I, I wanted to know like what is doing comedy like in such a huge space? Like cuz you're so it's so used to intimate Did you settings. Did you take like a nervous shit before or was it like <laughs> oh, Man, God. I know. Uh, I'd be real cuz I feel like I'd be ready to shit for the first 3 hours. I got lucky because of the tours, the way we set it up. Melanie, we me and Melanie started I started opening for him at the City Winery and he just started doing like 33 shows there. Then did like 40, 50 shows at Wilbur. So we went from like a small room to a theaters, and then we did a bunch of like three club months in the theater, and then we went to arenas. Got you. And then it was just kind of fun. I got to see the transition, and so I got. And then even by the time we did Madison Garden, we only done we done a month of arenas already. And then after that, we did another year of them. I wish I, you know, obviously I wish I shot my special at the end, but you know, can't yeah. notice it. But um, I mean, I was like, I was like, ah, when am I gonna book Madison Garden again? That's one of those things. Like, ah, I kind of want to remember this. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So um, but I mean that's yeah, that's but, that's. The biggest opportunity one can get in exactly. life, right? Yeah, exactly. So I had I wanted to have as much fun as possible. So I had I learned the first thing was uh, the laugh delay is a little different. Okay. Like here's the thing I thought like when you get when you do comedy clubs you gotta kind of be small in New York, but when you go to the road you kind of get a little bigger. And then when you do theaters you start getting really big and theatrical. But then you get to arenas. Because they have big screens all of a sudden, oh, you get small again. Because they see everything. They see everything you're doing. Okay. So I can get really quiet and really... And they like, you know, 13,000 people can hear it all. They're like, oh, wow. So it's like an okay. interesting... Yeah. And then you realize, you know, when you can split the room. Because it's like, okay, you can make 1,000 people laugh, you know. Or you can get 6,000 people laughing, 6,000 people trying to sit down. And you start to, start to listen to differences. Wow. <laughs> and then there's a waves. And then... Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Hosting really made me really start to get comfortable with like silence and chaos. How do and you host finding... a place like Madison Square? Because you can't like do crowd work, can Because nobody can even see who you're talking about. So it's like crowd a reference. Well, the crowd work, yeah, the crowd work gets much more simpler. Got you it. don't want to get. <laughs> you don't get to the, look at these shoes. They're like we're thirty thousand feet away. <laughs> you can't do that, but you can't have a conversation. I'm telling you, when you have that big screen, you can kind of look, and then as long as you're able to echo and really show who that person. I'm not getting all tactical. Got shit, you. No, yeah, I get it. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm are they able to find the person? In the crowd find the person. To put them on the screen as well. Like, is that a thing? Sometimes or do they, they do that. Permission yeah. Well, they, they will do that sometimes. Sometimes, oh, but I go too. I don't go fast enough and think quick enough gotcha. to get the motherfucker to do. That. I'm already like, Joe, 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 Joe. I got to move on because think too many chaos things. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. up there. I'm yeah. trying to make the world work, but That's um, but it was it's it was very very nice putting suits on. You know, living that lifestyle mm -hmm. was like, yeah, it was definitely that a dream. Fun. And like, I think I remember one time there was like. One show I didn't actually host. <laughs> it was funny. It was one show Hannibal. Literally after Ed Messer Garden, Hannibal hosted. He did like a, he opened with his band. He did fifteen minutes, and then I came on first. And it was hilarious the difference between a crowd sitting down and listening versus the crowd walking in of right. thirteen thousand people. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's massively different. Oh, it's, oh, this is 
great. And right. so I'm like, <laughs> I kind of made me giggle. <laughs> like, oh my God, I was really putting weights on myself. I really made it harder than I needed to be. <laughs> I could have had a warm up act for my own special. I could have done that. Yeah. 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 But that's why you got to get that second chance. Yeah, so now, because you, like you said, you've done it. So now you know all the little secrets and tricks to it. So yeah, you got to you sometimes know. put yourself in a better. It's position a learning curve. You know what I mean? What I'm not even mad. Madison Square Garden. I was more of an ego thing. I kind of was like, I'm funny as fuck. I could be funny anyway. Yeah. It was one of those kind of weird you. things. But it, it was you. like also just, I was great times. What's up? What else do you want from comedy? Like, what else can you get? From that's what I want. Is everything that? feels like blue balls after like every venue because nothing's Madison Square Garden. So is it hard to get your nut now? That's basically in, in my terms. Like, like, do you have? Is there another thing that you're shooting for? I have two things. Um, One, I'd like to take the title of the greatest comedian from all time. And two, I'd like to make an MMA movie. Oh, that's right, because you do jujitsu. I do uh, MMA. I do martial arts. Like you want to be the next Jean Claude Van Damme? I would like to be Jackie Chan. That'd be. I fuck with Jax, baby. That's my dog. I think Jackie Chan's a genius. I mean, at 41, it's an interesting thing to get there at this point. But I don't know. I think like. I don't know. The fact that Equalizer 3 just came out. I, I cannot like, wait to see that. Is Jackie in that with Denzel? No, I'm just saying Denzel's oh. 70. They made Equalizer 3. It's like one of those, all right, well, you know, there's a window here Denzel of fun. Denzel could do it at Anything. 90. At 90, I'd be tell you what, It's better than that bullshit-ass Indiana Jones Harrison Ford ass just came out with. Sit down, Harrison, you're 94. <laughs> no, no, no. Equalizer 2 was one of the best movies. I was like, I watched it. I was like, my yeah, God, yeah. this is beautiful. I can't wait to see no, that. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I, I wreck on it. Um, I, you asked me a question. I no, I, did, I was just saying, what else would you want? from comedy and that, oh, was, yeah. that was part of the I, I was just telling I was just joking the first one nah I really just like getting better at comedy that really is fun right now right now it's like mm-hmm. working open with Mulaney really helped me see a lot of things I didn't really notice in my own act before and I was like oh shit and now it's like I kind of want to see where those tools go and just like now I'm just having a lot more fun and mm-hmm. easier and yeah and also you know writing this it movie takes the pressure off I'm sure because like it, once you get to the top it's like oh, alright I, now I can just have fun with it or do you still get really nervous even if it's like a small venue oh I mean no that the nervousness of the venue usually comes for more or less where am I at in my emotional state that day? Uh, you know, because I'm more or less thinking about other, so many other things. Right. I'm like, stop thinking about that. Stop thinking about that. That's why I started fighting, really, because I was a, like, I, I learned how to not think about other things. Because when you're fighting, you can't think about other things other than people punching the face. Right. Like, somebody's about to punch me in the face. I got to focus. Right. <laughs> so, like, I got to like, get that over, even though. You're the second fighter comic that we've had on this podcast. MMA is different from boxing, but sure. it's both fighters, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had a female uh, boxer comic. Her name is Nina uh, Karufa. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah, she boxes, she's a matchmaker, and she does stand up. Oh wow! She got fucked up. She's lost her teeth before, like all types of stuff. So yeah, boxing's crazy. Um, I'm a little says like, the MMA guy. You can. I've seen the flying knee she kicks. She got a head like, I saw a dude get a not flying knee kick. I saw those. I saw those. I'm changing career. I'm a landscaper now. I would never get back in the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like that, those are crazy situations. But like getting into a cage naked to fight for m- very little money. That's a new level of crazy. Yeah. Martial arts and fighting on the weekends for fun. It's a different. It's kind of like it's that's, just kind of. What's true. the craziest injury you've had? <sighs> Ow, that was fun. One time, <laughs> like one time, my uh, one of my senseis, uh, sensei Levy, uh, lovely man. He's a, uh, he used to fight a lot. He's a bruiser type dude, and he um, he had his cat, uh, his shin uh, replaced with a metal rod, right? And so me and him. Yeah, so me and him were doing jujitsu, not even kickbox, just doing jujitsu, having fun. And like I was on my back, and he couldn't. He was trying to get past my legs. You know, my legs are my guard. You know, he get past it. And normally people kind of grab him, kind of twist him, kind of do kind of a, some kind of juke move. He didn't do that. He just took his little uh, his uh, replaced rod leg and just kicked the shit out of my knee. Oh. 
just I just down. heard a pop, and I don't even know if it was a pop from his knee or anything. I was just like, but I knew my knee didn't really work, work, work right for like six months. I didn't like. I was afraid to bend it certain ways. Man now. <laughs> He's been Damn. shot. He made me, that just made me giggle. Oh, my God. That sounds Do they, like, apologize after they no, hurt you, you know that the bad? Risk when you step in the dojo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if you apologize, if you apologize for hurting somebody, you look kind of like. Kind of like a mm. bitch. Really? Like, you stepped okay. in here with me. I mean, you want to apologize. All right, that, wasn't my, that was my yeah, fault. Yeah, my, my bad, bad, brother. You okay? But you're not like, sorry, 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 sorry. I didn't no. know. Yeah, no. Dude, I, I, like that would be like, yo, you need to chill out. Like yeah. you, need, you need five minutes, nigga. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. But definitely, you know, respect is respect. Um, sometimes yeah. though, then sometimes though, we will be fighting, and like we'll have rules. Sometimes like let's go, go to the body only, and sometimes the fist will go a little too much to the head, and the guy want to stop. Like, I apologize, but they'll oh, apologize okay. right before I'm about to counter them with a hit. Oh, so, so they oh, so throws like, you off. Yeah. Right, so now yeah, they're yeah. like, no, they know they're getting fucked up, and now they're just wanting to I'm just sorry. kill time. You're killing time. They gotta finish through with the punch, and then be like, no. Problem. Yeah, <laughs> but then there was also one time this dude kicked me in the head. And that was the one time I have like one line where I'm like, "I'll oh, fun, fun, fun." I got to get a lot of punishment and have fun. But if you like, if you kick me in the head, I get, I, go, I, I lose it. And so that only happened twice. Is <laughs> there, there any rules that things that you can't do? You can't kick him in the balls. That's the only thing. Oh, I mean, your yeah, balls and eye gouges for MMA. That's yeah, kind of the thing. And then also just generally rules whenever you're sparring. There's just yeah, no biting. What are we doing right now? And then also the ring is like okay. They have, but yeah, they have three rules in that. Room that ring okay they have other ones like don't grab the cage dumb yeah. shit like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, as far as like physical okay. yeah but well not to get off topic yeah but, my uh, bad I'll, i can get lost no no shit. no 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 i love it i love it but all right we know will and jada have now been separated for seven years do we think this is real or do we think they're just she's just trying to save face what face would she be saving at this point she's completely lost all face well i'm saying it would if she was cheating at that time and they weren't together. No, nobody gives a fuck. They said entanglement. So we, it, the thing is, there's so many rumors surrounded. I mean, I've, I, I, here's the thing. I don't even want to speak on it because if I ever meet Will Smith, I'll still be like, I'm a huge fan because yeah, but, I grew up. But you can still be a fan of but, his. I mean, I've heard shit my whole life like Will Smith's really gay and it's like a Hollywood secret. And I've heard so much shit that the open marriage was marriage. never yeah, yeah. open. So here's the thing. But that's the thing. It was all speculation. And that's fine because that's what the media does. That's what paparazzi is supposed to do. But when now, but when you stop speculating because the wife is blatantly coming to her red table talks and God knows whatever platform they'll give her to just just cut you the fuck down. And in that book, there's some shit she said. And it basically makes Will look like a bitch in every turn. She makes Will look like like he runs nothing. He has no control. And he's just there for the ride. Do you think that he knows that this is the narrative? Like, I'm sure you, he's read the book. No, I'm saying like from ma- the male perspective, the outside looking in, do you think that this is what he, like, I mean, obviously I'm sure he reads He comments. deactivated his Instagram after he, the okay. slap, so he definitely knows how he looks. People were letting him know he looks like a crazy motherfucker. I have a thought that I just fucking thought of right now. I'm actually kind of, of course, why would he be running the household? This nigga made more movies, more money than any, like, like top three money makers in the 90s. Why would he have time to be home? I'm surprised he knows her name. You know what I mean? Like one of those, like, you know what I mean? Like why would, you're right. Why would they have a relationship? You can't make that many movies. Because and then Dick be- run that. That's what it should oh, be. And he God. got the most money. He's the one taking care of the business. Now she has her own money. I'm going to say, but Will, you're right, has made more money than Jada has ever seen. But I'm just saying, it's like, really why like, would he not be the head of this household? She's making more now. 
Doing what? You know, interviews? Talk, what, did, didn't he, yeah. He's not paying more than Men in Black and, and Wild Wild West. And didn't he old. actually start? That's didn't old. he produce? He what produced Red Table. Didn't he produce Red Table? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. He produced it. Will is literally always... Those royalties on those movies alone... He, I just haven't so seen much. him in a film in a while. You don't have to when you got that many under your... Uh, what's it called? Videography or whatever. You don't need to make money constantly. I mean, you got I Am Legend, Hancock. No, I All understand. his movies make him hundreds of thousands, probably a day. And also he had that slave movie that came out. But oh, the thing he already slapped, yeah. We didn't even see that. And I heard it was actually phenomenal. But, yeah. he, huh. but he slapped Chris so nobody, I didn't even watch because I was like, fuck that motherfucker. But they were like, it was actually probably one of his best films. You know nobody what? Nobody knows about the it. The second slave movie that was ruined because of some shit. Yeah. I remember, because remember the other one? Oh, uh, uh, Nate Parker, yeah. right? Yeah. Remember that? Nate Parker? Oh, was supposed to was, oh, there's supposed to be the Nat Turner? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Nat Turner one. I have a crush on him. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, but yeah, no, Jada is intentionally, constantly talking about Tupac. Like, it's one thing. And then she says, me and Tupac were never really romantic. Together. He's just my soulmate. So then why do you keep bringing him up on every fucking interview then to undercut your husband? He hasn't been dead a long time. Why do you keep bringing like him up? Over 20 something years. She still time. keeps bringing him yeah, up? Yeah, that's weird. In every interview. That's weird. Every, me and really? Pac, me and Pac, you, you notice Willow went bald, Jenny. She got her kids looking like Pac. <laughs> Shit, she don't give a fuck. Also, she pointed out that Chris Rock asked her out. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't he? You're there. Right, you ain't doing he, nothing. She said that. Like, I, I, like in the same week she was doing all, she was like Chris Rock actually asked me there have always been rumors that me and Will were getting divorced Chris Rock actually asked me out one summer to dinner thinking that we were divorced I had to tell him it was just a rumor well, they, they do say that there was a lot of beef between them before even the Jada yeah, thing so that, that could have and I think that's why she capped I think she gave Chris some top well, suck that God. dick and Will always <laughs> knew up. about it but they downplayed Shut it like it was up. some friend zone shit so then when he made the joke about his girl he would already felt like a bitch so he was like nah I can't be a bitch in front of everybody go up there slap his ass you see the narratives he, he, I mean, like, he can make up a story I, in his I'm head like, like in two boy, seconds like I mean, so I mean, there was a, the real story of that in the 80s though. I mean but it was a reverse it was uh, while Chris was gonna uh, propose to a woman and Will was like I've been sleeping with her the last year. And he was like, he was, and then apparently he's been doing jokes on him ever since then. Oh. And then at the, uh, at the, what's that thing called? What's that thing called? Grammy. The Oscars. Oh. Um, they were watching, you know, he was watching and he laughed at the joke for at first. Yeah. But then he looked at the teleprompter and saw that that joke wasn't on the teleprompter. It was and, that was, the and, that's, and that's why, that was the moment. That's why he flipped out. I forgot where I found that out at. So he, because he was like, damn, this nigga's so nice off the top. I got to slap him because that was way too funny. Now I was one of those, I've been 20 years of jokes, you're bullying me. I'm oh. sick of hearing this shit right now. Yeah, I'm taking this you shit. You're going to do that shitty ass joke right now on my night? Oh, when I'm about you to don't do that. You don't do that on my night. Can I tell you my Will Smith story? <laughs> okay. So the snap makes me believe their Hollywood ain't lying. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you my Will Smith story. Because uh, this is before I fought. This is before I used to be a fighter. Now, I, before I was very nice, you know, run, I ran a lot. Please Marathon. tell me Will Smith whooped your ass, Seaton. Please tell me this. Afro Punk 2013, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith was doing her. Uh, her her, uh, her punk band okay. was uh, performing. She was featured. So uh, I think the whole crew came out. I want to say a helicopter was somehow there. I Maybe mean, that was in my head, but I know they came out. It was the entire crew. Will, Jada, Willow, Jay Din, um, security team around them. They came backstage. Will Smith looked like a politician. You want an autograph? You want an autograph? Everybody's smiling. Willow was dancing. Um, uh, Jada and Jaden go into the tent. It's like two different, like introverts. It was interesting to see like night and day. And there's like Jada. I walk, I have to, I am the host. So I have to actually get the introduction. So I walk in the tent, you know, nice. Look, um, Miss Smith, I, um, what, what, you know, what introduction do you, what you think you might want? And we're sitting there kind of thinking, she's like, I don't know. She's being very shy and nice. I don't know. And then one second, security guards just, just suddenly right next to me. 
what you doing here, sir? And then, like, literally half a second later, Will Smith was behind him looking me in the eye like, yo, what you doing here? Like, that smiling nigga outside yeah, yeah. was gone. And I'm, like, sitting there like, where the, where the smiling nigga go? I thought we were, <laughs> I was trying to get you the introduction. I'm, I'm just saying, oh, sir. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he gave, yeah. He gave me, a, like, he, he hit my shoulder like, yeah, man. Yeah. And I was All right, champ. There, yeah, and I was sitting there like, well, you about to whoop my ass? And I remember sitting there. I remember trying to tell this joke on stage, and like people looked at me like, because in, in 2013, mm -hmm. me saying Will Smith, oh, Will Smith was gonna whoop my ass. People were like, "Oh, that's a crazy thought." Now I'm like, <laughs> that, 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 yeah. "That nigga want to whoop my ass." So yeah, I've seen <laughs> those <laughs> eyes. I've seen eyes that want to whoop my ass. I'm abused child. Yeah. I've seen the shit, and uh, I'm just sitting there like, oh, "That's fun." Yeah, yeah. If you had a chance, <laughs> I'm abused child. I've seen, I've seen the shit. So I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh man, that nigga was he." Right. So then I saw the slap shit, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there's that." And then the Scientology thing, you know, because they slap each other up there in science the level mm. yeah science level they, they kind of slap each other and shit so that was like of, as a salutation like what up bitch and just slap wait 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 they're they're scientologists i didn't know that but willis 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 i mean we all think it's like you know tax write-off and all that shit but once you go to the meetings and yeah. you know start slapping each other shit, yeah. that's getting different and you know it all it all is based on hypnosis did you know the guy who created scientology is actually the guy who created uh embedded commands and you know embedded commands are the shit they put in commercials you know mm -hmm. buy the coke buy the coke mm -hmm. that's like invented it. and so he actually created his own religion and that's they were basically hypnotizing each other. It's fucking awesome. Another side note, because I love hypnosis. So interesting. The other motherfucker who that also learned works. hypnosis. Uh, yeah, also created. She, he went. Uh, that chick went. Sheen? She. Was, oh. I forgot a woman. I forgot her clothes. name. I forgot her name. You it are so stupid. What? I thought that's what he said. I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Never mind. Now I got to stop. <laughs> Thank you. Never mind. No, that was sometimes you got to listen to the room. Like, I mean, stop talking rambling. No, oh, no, no I was rambling. Right. I thought you said he also created Sheen. That's why I was like, really? So mm -hmm. crazy. I'm sorry. So no, that would have been wild, though, story. That would be a good twist. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> well, that, that is a great story. Do you recall the craziest pickup line or thing you've said to a girl that you are like, ugh, that you like cringe about now? Like a crazy pickup line or? Yeah, be my girlfriend. <laughs> and I just thought she didn't understand. I was like, "Be my girlfriend." <laughs> it's like, "What's your name?" How old were you? Fourteen. Way too old to say oh. some shit like that. Way too old. Way too old. That's yeah. cute. What's wrong with that? I wasn't even a virgin. It was crazy. <laughs> Fourteen. I should know better. I should have known. That's cute. No. I, yeah. I mean, I use. I well, you prior. To Thank you, by the way. I slash. used to. For what? That was a nice thing to say. It was. It was a cute thing. It was, it was cute. It was adorable. Yeah. It was adorable. I uh, what is it? The line. It's still cringe, but you know what? I think the reason it's still used is because sometimes it works. Maybe one out of ten. But like, if you're texting a girl, like, what you about to do? Like, oh, I'm just getting in the shower. I'm like, oh, without me, it's cringe as fuck. <laughs> But sometimes but if like, you're already dealing with a girl, I'm I've talking about a girl. I've used that. that oh, okay. I'm gonna say it is kind of corny, no. but at the same time, it does work sometimes. No, no I mean a, like a girl it's good. It's that you've never <laughs> met, like to try to talk to her. Like again, a, I've used that on a girl I've never met. Yeah, when we're just in the texting phase, Way like what far. you about to do? Like about to get the shower? I was like, mm. damn, I ain't invited. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they're like, yeah, right. I'm like, lucky water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I say this nice. to say because I had the cringiest thing said to me in my entire life. It was amazing. She let me read the text message. Oh, let me see. Let me. I want to hear. It. Let's do it. So, do you want to? You remember it, or you want me to do it? Um. Well, you set it up. <laughs> you set it so up. So I met this guy on the subway. Beautiful man, just a beautiful, beautiful man. And I was like, oof. I actually gave him my number. We, he was about to get off the train or whatever. 
And if you not, if you don't live in New York City, just know that is something you it's rarely do. Rare. You just don't give out. Never on the have subway. I met a guy on the subway in my life. Wow. Even if I thought someone was attractive, I would never. Right. Never. Just engage. so people know how serious this is. Sure. It's just he was that hot. Yeah. He was like, and he was standing right in front of me. We just caught eyes or whatever. Right. I would have put this. I would put this in my panties. Her, her, her denims were soaked. <laughs> they were dark blue. <laughs> Shut up. No, and I also looked crazy that day. I like came from a commercial ah. shoot. No, no, no. Really, like they put crazy makeup on me. My hair was all fucked. It was. I looked nuts. You look like a whore. A little bit. Yeah, that's why, so, I, that's why I hit you A little up. bit. Oh. No, I looked, I, I had way too much makeup on. I just looked crazy. So two minutes into the conversation, he asks me, hey, when do you want your cookies crumbled? And when I read it, I was like, what does that mean? I didn't know what it meant either. Which, which is weird because I normally know what most shit mean. I contact, but it was just a random conversation. She was like, your eyes are dangerous. He was like, yours are too. And he said, just let me know when you want your cookie crumbled. And I was like, is he baking? That's what I was like. I don't. I was like, huh? I was like, I'm not really sure because I was like, I don't want to assume he means sex, but I just want to ask because because it's like, only been some two exchange messages. It's been like two them. minutes of conversation. He goes, haha, What do you mean? What do I mean? He's like, When do I get to make love to you, I sweetheart? Said, that is disgusting. Sweetheart. That <laughs> is disgusting. I said he would have been better off saying, <laughs> "When you gonna let me fuck?" I can respect that. When are you gonna let me make love to you, nigga? I don't make love to my girlfriend. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, so I, I was like, that's. I was that's like, um, sweetheart. Oh man, sweetheart is, is so sweetheart disgusting. ever used a loving it's term in the down down south? Do they? We, use, we might use sweetheart. That's like honey, old men lingo. I still say it like that's if I'm like around mafia certain people. What's up, sweetie? So I feel like you might call me a sweetheart in like. Ugh, a I'm like, what up, sweetie? No. Yeah. No. Sweetie is the thing. Sweetie, sweetums, sweetums. 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 That's but like sweetheart. there's a comedian named Tom Cassidy like that calls us sweetheart just to fuck with us because he know he hates it so much. Sweetheart is never not a great sweetheart. No, that's always kind. It's always like condescending at best yes. it's like a, at best you're frustrated sweetheart, sweetheart. Yeah. could you please at best. <laughs> it's like bless your heart now yeah. Yeah. Like, bless okay, your heart yeah. Yeah. bless your heart sweetheart but you're oh too young God. to say sweetheart like that's like an old man kind of cookie crumble you should have responded cookie crumble that mean you gonna eat my pussy you know yeah. give him no! something like just give him something not, raw I mean, I like what type of cookie <laughs> yeah. macadamia nut mm -hmm. <laughs> What if my cookie had a couple blisters on it? <laughs> what if I had a couple blisters on a couple oh heat blisters? Uh, uh, so I was just what if like, my cookie had a dick? What'd you think? Oh my, <laughs> my cookie had a dick. What if my cookie was a kielbasa? <laughs> <laughs> would you still would we still find it that sweet? Exactly. <laughs> so I told him I was all set, thanks anywho. And he oh. and he laughed and that was it. But I just was like, you know what? Why next time, next time that happens, it. I know you were disappointed. But next time, for content purposes, you got to play around with. It. I was like, well, let me see what I'd be dealing with. And then he says, you like the <laughs> smallest want... dick known to man, and he's like, yeah, you couldn't crumble a miniature cookie, <laughs> <laughs> oh. famous Amos. I know they're psychopaths who kill people over shit like that. that. So I would do you, like, no, if we a don't woman really requests a dick pic, do you send it? Not no. since I was a child. When yeah, I say so child, why would I? 20s. Why would I? Why would I ask him for a dick? I mean, because I mean, you have no intention anyway. Just fuck around. I don't know. Why not play with the guy? You weren't. You had this no intention of fucking. Just to true. see how far you could go, <laughs> and then true. and then you pull like you know, pull a fast one on him. And be like, well, this is my cookie, and you send a bigger dick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Now you now you're in now the game. Now we're talking. See, mm. if I mean if I if I ain't gonna get enough pleasure, I'm at least get some entertainment out of this. We gotta find healthy toxic behavior to indulge ourselves. <laughs> <in>. Healthy <laughs> toxic behavior. See, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought yours was as big as mine. Send oh him one. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. So I know you used to play around with the apps in the past. Yeah. You had a little fun Tinder one, right? Oh, I thought. You, you ever been on Raya? Because you famous. Oh, <laughs> no. I tried, signed up for it, and then I didn't, like, follow through. And I probably should. Hey, when he let my black ass on it. Shut That's up, Rachel. Mad. He can't get on. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't think I signed up for real, for real. I honestly, I'm like, I have no idea. Um, but it, I, yeah, I just did. Tinder was fun because once I here's my thing. Once I started just using my body for what it was, like I used to think, like I used to have an idea that I don't understand. I don't, when I was younger, I thought lying is what make things work. Because it was like, I want to fuck, but you want a relationship. So we got to find some kind of middle ground. So you don't lie <laughs> we to find, do it. It was like, when I was like, okay, well, I'll do Sometimes I got a relationship. Common three, misconception, though. The truth is actually the quickest yes. way to get some pussy. I did not know that yeah. for long. Like, but then it, it, it was like lies. I didn't even know I was still lying. Like, I'll be like, well, I don't want to seem like a creep on Tinder. But then I was like, but then I was like, I don't want to show my body. And then I'm like, fuck that shit. So then I just started, all I showed was six packs of myself on the beach. Well, then and then, then I was like, oh, it got exactly what I wanted. That's when girls know that you just want action if you're showing naked pics. I didn't. Yeah, I just didn't. It was one of those, yeah, you know, one of those like one of those misinformation things you realize that here at 14 and, you know, it doesn't unravel out of your head. You know what I mean? Because I was too <laughs> You creepy. need more female friends. I was too creepy at 14 and then I went back and then I, I fucking secluded myself too good because I was like, I was basically watching sexual harassment videos and for to take notes. It's like, oh, that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Because it was like, they would have, y'all don't remember sexual harassment videos of your age? Sexual action? Sexual what do you mean, like harassment? real sex? Oh, sexual harassment. Sexual harassment. Oh, I thought you said I'm sexual action. I Me was too. Like, I did too. I was like, like real sex. I got to slow down. Like taxi sexual, cab confession? Eighth grade, <laughs> sixth, sixth grade to eighth grade, we had sex ed, but then you had sexual harassment videos. So to say, you learned what not to do. I learned what not to do. Okay, good. But it was so they funny. They had those to, in school back when y'all was coming out? Yes. I don't remember. Y'all was like, were y'all in the workplace? We had sex ed and they were rolling Condoms over bananas, but they were never be like, but don't grab her ass because if so, I probably wouldn't have done it. You know, <laughs> yeah, my, I was grabbing booties in eighth grade. That's just what that's it was. All kids did. Yeah, back that's in the also day. what I was that doing. That was really annoying. Yeah, I was I was gripping ass cheeks like. Oh, that was we. Our school was much more graphic. Oh, <laughs> just, oh my god, no oh ass god. cheeks. If ass cheeks was the problem, I think we would all been happy. No, 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 no. We have we have stories. I remember one, this one girl. I'm not gonna name names. She was like just took the titties out and just walked down the stairs. This is eighth grade. She was walking. What the city did you grow up in? Montclair, New Jersey. Montclair. Oh, Jersey. I was like, were you in Rio de Janeiro? <laughs> what the fuck is going? On? This thing was in Brazil. No, they were they were we, they were just gross. In Jersey. Yeah, man. Chicks were. I remember this one woman. She went. She, she uh, decided to one day to wear a, a for Valentine's Day. She wore a, a pink. shirt shirt and it had a heart in the middle of it and it was a plastic cover and she wore no bra <laughs> that was allowed at school like no the teachers hell no was it? i'm not trying to age you over here but i'm assuming it was the 90s oh yeah 90s was fun as fuck oh but that's what i'm saying i didn't wow y'all were di- Yo, we did were you joking. go to that high school from the movie lean on me you know what i'm talking about no but we played high school there we played oh, a game there I so it's the same school district it was i remember like, yeah, I was like, okay i'm oh, like this I is crazy i remember walking <laughs> like, i saw the movie here so yeah. here. and then i remember one time we were finishing the game and we were doing dabs and then one dude not and my team got into a like a, a Seven match with the other dude at that team, and we like they broke it up, and then we hurried up and ran to the bus, and the coach cussed us out. We almost got killed, that motherfucker. Don't yeah, you ever right, do that right. shit. This motherfucker is crazy. We are in the middle of like this is oh god. I remember as we were driving up on the bus, <laughs> we were driving up. I think that some of the coach was telling us, or somebody told you a story about one kid who got mad at another kid and just threw acid in his face in that neighborhood. Oh, I was like, where do you even get acid? Where do you get acid? Yeah. That's my first question. Where do you get it in the first place? You can't just buy it at the hardware store. It's not the same time. So Chloric acid that burns through shit. No, I'm not no, going you need out a buying chemist. that. You have to find a chemist or something. Like you, you just ain't coming up with that from Ace Hardware. Wow. <laughs> you got to know what you're doing to make that shit. Mm-hmm. So 90s was scary. So your Tinder date. Oh, yeah, Tinder date. Um. Oh, uh, wait, did I have a story of a Tinder date? You said shit. you had a funny one. He's I know. Like, oh, yeah. I know. I'm trying to figure out. I think I had a gross one, but I'll do that. No, gross is fine. 
Nah, I gotta find. Uh, God, let's see. You know, I think I'm gonna do an analogy to make this much more fun. Okay. Uh, subletting. Uh, subletting is fun because the light went out. No, fuck okay. you, light. <laughs> you gonna hear my subletting analogy? He was like subletting. We're good. We're good. <laughs> he was like, Nah, that last week, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, boo. Nah, I just I subletted for like four years, and I kept like looking at places because I was bad at decorating, and I just saw other people's way, other other way people live, and I was like, that's dope. And so I found my own place, took all those subletting opportunities. That's what I treat about women. There's a lovely uh, different kind of Tinder dates where you start to be like, oh wow, I like the way she does that, I like the way she does that. I wish you can get it all in one person, but uh, like the, lowering mm. that expectation, it's really oh. fun. It's really kind of like oh, God. So you haven't found everything in one woman yet. Are you supposed to? I think so. I think that's the goal normally. That's but, impossible. Well, no, here's the thing. You're not going to find every, You're never going to find everything. I'm going to tell you. This, was, this is what my dad told me. For sure. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that because you're never going to find a perfect person. I mean, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you find close enough to perfection for you, and that's just good enough. It's close. It's, but the thing is, and it takes some women. You have to go through a couple to find the closest thing for perfection. <laughs> yeah, it ain't like you go with the first one, like, oh, she, this is it. You know there's probably more out there, but at some point you do have to get content because you couldn't you can't fuck every girl in the world, you can't date every girl in the world. Mm. So there might be a soulmate even more compatible than the one you're with. And unless you run into her, you're not gonna know that. So you can't risk all the good you have. Like my like my pop says, you would never give up eighty percent of one thing good to get twenty percent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You would never do that. It doesn't make sense on, on anything. Oh, the twenty on the twenty percent return. I'm gonna take over the eighty. No, you're happy with the eighty and know that I'm as close to hundred as I probably can get, right. unless hundred falls right in my fucking lap, which chances are that ain't gonna happen. I hear you. you that, know? Everything you're saying right now is break. Just for just for uh, uh, argument's sake, a devil's advocate. What if I don't want to fuck every woman in the world? I just want to. Why fuck. would you not want to do that? No, I just need like enough to like die. After a certain amount, does yeah. it get no, old? No, no. I mean, I've had I've had so many. I don't even couldn't even tell you the ballpark. I know I'm in the case. Like, all right, I know I've hit a couple thousand. For a hunt, for sure. I stopped counting in 2008. I hit 300. I know for a fact I've fucked over a thousand women. Guaranteed. But does that mean that my mom used to tell me, you know, you get you have so much sex, eventually you get tired of women and you become gay. That's how my mom used to keep me away from being gay. And, I, and when I was a kid, I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't want to fuck that much. Now that I'm a grown-ass man and I've lived life, I'm like... I have never had a number amount of pussies where I'm like, I need some dick. It has never come close to that. So that's what I'm saying. No, you don't get tired of it. But I think you get into the creepy weird wow. shit once you've had that much, he right? He said, wow. I mean, I'm everything about the story. I'm everything about the story. Right? My, my, my <laughs> parents were different from a different generation, but, but my mom used to tell me that. And I was like, what? bored of, of like the regular stuff? Yeah. No, not when I say regular stuff. Okay, yeah. I mean, maybe now I want to spit in the mouth every now and again oh. or, you know, go from vagina to mouth. But it's never like, crazy changes you know where i just need to like like i'm not into blood play now or feces you know what i mean like that thing those people those kinks are started earlier way early you know i don't think you evolve into wanting to play with shit all of a sudden you know what i'm saying so i don't think i'm ever going to be bored enough (laughs) where i need that much of a change like women are great and i love all women so Mm -hmm. yeah do do I do I want to be out every night fucking random hoes never and like once you get older you do get tired like i don't need that but to say that I wouldn't still want to fuck a lot of women that I see would be outrageous because it's like, that's just simply not true. As much as I love my girl, I see women all the time. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, look at her, look at her. And now am I going to act on it? Probably not. But I still am like lusting, like Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? I don't think that ever changes. We should I, give up on that life. Just give up on it. Yeah, I'm like, it don't matter. Really it's, know, it's almost over. I we got know, them. Know, know, give up on the life. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, side note, I took this 16-hour course on hypnosis sex. And I thought, I'm sorry, what, hypnosis wait, 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 sex? Rewind. So that's not what rape. What does that mean? 
Well, you hypnotherapy. Um, well, I, and then I, you fuck her before she wakes up. Right. Oh, so you're well, like. That's, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, no, but hypnosis is real. <laughs> yes, hypnosis is real. Hypnotherapy it, is real. Hypnotherapy. Uh, I took a hypnotherapy courses and uh, did other things like, you know, uh, consciousness healing, uh, identity by design. Um, you you know, wanted it to, to work on yourself or you wanted to do hypnosis on others? For myself at first. For myself at first. I was uh, actually just doing, it was, you know, it was COVID, a YouTube dive. I was fucking around. I was like, yeah, this is interesting. I was, I was looking for something else. And then I kind of just started finding, finding this. And I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. And uh, then I started understanding, like, language patterns and how, like, a lot of hip, how a lot we get into trances, how our whole society is based on trances, and I don't know, a lot of shit started to make sense and stuff. Especially how I, you know, why I kept falling for the same kind of women, getting the same kind of job. I just noticed my thought patterns started yeah. to be like, oh, okay, this is why I'm responsible for my own actions and shit. Mm. So cut to that. He also had a sex course. That shit was dope. And uh, he kind of uh, explains um, essentially a lot of mystery I had with sex. So before I took that course, I used to really just have these hip. Uh, Hypothesis, you know like what I mean? Like where like, the hole was? Like no, I knew where the hole oh. was at. Hole was there, <laughs> but you were like, "Well, is she happy enough?" And uh. then like, where is there a come? And if the come does come, if she doesn't, if she, if she doesn't come, how happy is she? Like what is like you know like Her what thought process I mean, after not getting whacked dick? Yeah, for me, like for me, Damn. I knew when I first started. I don't want to know that. I don't want to get comfortable knowing because I want to give the a dick all the time. But if yeah. I know that, wow, my weak ass dick, she's still happy. You can get c dick all the time. Yeah, but once I understood how shit works, I was like, okay, it's, Dick's, Dick's useful. But this guy's course is awesome because he was like, listen. Sometimes you can overdo it. Let me finish the sentence. Dick. Sorry, I'm going to finish the sentence because yeah. it's important. But before he goes, but he opened the course saying, I'm going to make sure you learn how to make her come three times before you put your dick in her. And it made me understand there's more things going on. What are you finish what you were talking about? No, four no, no, no. what you were talking about, guys. No, 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 I'm sure it was very interesting. He's gonna drop the gym. I'm sure it was he great. He's gonna drop the mic and turn around. Yeah. No, you guys finish your thoughts. Finish your thoughts. I don't even remember now. <laughs> yeah. like, no, but no, I've heard I used to watch this. Well, I've had a sex therapist, and I used to watch the sex therapist. And no, that's complete. I mean, good a good lover is that you're supposed to already be one or two nuts in before the dick ever even makes an appearance. If right. you're if you care about your partner. Now, if it's some chick I meet in the bathroom at the grizzly pair. I don't give a fuck what you get. Let's just handle this real quick and get out of here. But if you're like, care about somebody, you're right. You The, the foreplay and the excitement should be so empowering and, and like an embodiment. Like, yeah, where they're just, yeah, they're, they're soaked and have already had one. They're on their way to their second by the time. You like, and he brought dick too? That's a good lover. You're right. That's how it's supposed to be. I mean, it's just understanding just where, you, like what is going on. Because I thought it was a lot more ethereal. I thought it was like, you know, whenever she feels the right way and I thought of feelings was like smoke. You can't really grab it. It's kind of like I thought he's not saying like this shit. But like, no, no, no. It's a lot more practical. Like he's like, listen, like the way the human body works, but also women especially, if you touch four or five different points in her body, she's going to get horny whether she actually emotionally wants to be or not. It's like, yeah. Shit like that. Oh, okay. So it's just like one of those. Oh, so your job is not to make her horny. Your job is to make her feel safe. I understand that before. I'm going to finish this point. Safety. Safety. That's what I'm saying. It's more more important about being safe because she's going to be horny. That's how I feel. I can't. Be turned on by a man unless I feel safe with him. Yes. Meaning he has his gun on the nightstand. Oh God! You? I'm just asking, what type of safety are you fucking talking about? Nigga got a blade. Emotionally in safe. Oh. Physically safe. It seems like mentally God. safe. I, yeah, I can't explain that to you. I'm confused. Jesus I don't know, nigga. Christ. I don't know what does safe mean to you. Yeah, like, <laughs> 
gun? <laughs> like, yeah, you got the no. strap. I got the strap. Let's no, do this. No, it's but, not about any nah, of that. Nah, it goes back to actually caveman shit. You know, if you really think about that, where we are genetically wise, women were were in the cave and men were actually getting the food. And so, like, like she fucks a man that can defend her from all this other shit. So, like, that's why, like, actually when a woman sees a man getting beat up, she's like, oh, she, he can't protect my children. It's like the physic, like her mm. genetics. Says it shit. drives them up when they see their partner get their it's ass not even her 100%. fault. She won't even, she'll like, I still want to fuck him, but ah, I don't feel like you're, yeah. I'll be protected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so dead of you to come for me. Yeah. Hey, she's like, bitch, well, you just kidnapped. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like safety to protect me, but also to protect, also be ferocious enough to not kill these, it's like that kind yeah. of balance. And you go, that shit is important. Like, oh, that's why 20 minutes of snuggling is like 90% of sex. You know what I mean? Like, if you can get, if you can snuggle for 20 minutes. Before or after, see. Before. If you snuggle oh, saying, 20 minutes. snuggling after. After I get that nut, you got to get the fuck off That doesn't me. even, yeah, that's important. I'm oh, talking about before. Nigga. Why, <laughs> don't bring that up. <laughs> Why are you asking these inane questions? No, you're talking about in before. <laughs> <laughs> no, after you get the nut, you leave. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would I bring that up? Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm out of here. And make sure you read the Bible, Ash. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about. Yeah, but most men can't do that unless they are have attachment feelings to the woman. So, like, do you have to, for in, mar, in regards to that, for men to cuddle for 20 minutes before, is that a lot of faking it? No. Or is that, that you something you genuinely want to do, or you're just doing it for the desired result? I'm not on your basic premise of men don't want to feel intimate. Human beings need to touch each other. We're social beings. So, the idea that we, there's fear that they don't want to, for the blah, 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 but they actually mm. need to. So that's a that's a fallacy. Okay. <laughs> Throwing it out there, yeah. Like so, do say that shit. I, I can't be touching the shit. Well, well who so, hurt well, you, nigga? What I'm saying it's like, is, it's like you've been beat was horribly. So shocked by the before part. Yeah, I know, but I mean, so it's <laughs> not that uncommon. No, no, he was actually shocked by the after part. He was like, I do not want to yeah, fucking yeah, touch women yeah, after. Yeah, before, I don't want to do, keep before when I'm full of cum. I'll do whatever the fuck. Exactly, you tell me, we're slaves. Yeah, we're slaves. <laughs> There's a thing. It takes four things to make a motherfucker move. It's um, it's power. It's um, it's a rapport. It's somebody being smart knowledge and then it's sex like if you if you do one of those four things i'm gonna fuck with you right yeah. you know what i'm saying like that's that, that that's um a very vague way of just hypnosis and shit but it's like yeah like if i say i know something more than you you're gonna keep listening and if you've been under hypnosis like you've been hypnotized like you yeah i went to a five-day workshop i went to a five we were hypnotized eight hours a day for five days it's great I you, don't, so you don't remember the week then i completely remember it no no hypnosis hypnosis is not a uh blackout thing hypnosis is a very aware so thing. when they snap you come to you still remember everything you were doing yeah hypnosis is a, is a willfully open letting yourself go through a thing it's like it's, it's like literally a high Hyper imaginative thing. You become a, like, a, like a child doing imaginative exercises because it helps you understand that we are doing always doing imaginative exercises as human, we are always imagining. But we're just imagining the worst shit possible constantly, and then we're reacting to this fake uh, worst shit possible all the time. And so we just got to train ourselves to stop doing that <laughs> and learn how to think of positive when I, shit. When I had it done, I had a full panic attack. Yeah, I mean hysterics, hysterics. Yeah. Like I went, cause I had to have a phobia about touching my eye and I wanted to get rid of my glasses and everything and I couldn't get the LASIK. So I went to this hypnotist to see if like I could get rid of that internal fear. And I'm telling you, her voice started to change. I felt myself going into a different dimension and I had a full fucking panic attack. Yeah. Hysterically. She's like, oh, okay, we stop, we stop, we stop. She was very cool. Like she stopped, but like. The fear of losing control came over me so badly that I couldn't continue. That's why you do so bad when you eat shrooms. Your mind just ain't yeah, you strong. Can't do yeah, you can't do shrooms. You can't handle no. it. You, you can't, can't do shrooms. No. Well, I'm a little... You have to be I've in control too much. Well, you have to have no, a guide. I've, I've, I've relinquished to that because, you know, I've tried weed and stuff. Like, yeah. I would have never done that before. I've right. gotten a little bit better with it, understanding more about myself. But, man, that was fucking freaky. I dropped a little LSD in that wine. So we'll sure you did. Goes. Now you're trying to roofie me? Great. <laughs> 
Dude, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> this journey is on your own. Real, real quick, before you mentioned something earlier that was interesting. You were like, uh, I always choose the same type of woman. Does the hypnosis help you get out of that mindset to then appreciate a different kind of woman? Uh, it's not that simple. I wish it was. Nah, man. It just helps me. It's helped me analyze. Help me see. It's helped me start to understand. Because I'm really late to understand human behavior. I used to. I'm, I moved a lot growing up, and so I never really got a sense to get a sense of patterns. I grew up like I. Was, you had no stability. I had no stability, so mm-hmm. I didn't know. Like I was just trying so hard to fit in. I didn't really understand like what motherfuckers were doing themselves. And then everybody's languages and colors and, and, and like culture changing. So I was like so lost in that shit. So I was like. I don't know. Starting to really understand. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, that's a piece of shit in that language and that culture. Oh, like I just right. just now figuring that shit out. And so, um, um, I'm yeah. I guess I'm really understanding. Like even like the word honorable behavior. I was talking to um Jay McBride about that shit because I remember I was I'm a, lately I've been obsessed. My father died last year, and for some reason he loved Sorry. cowboy movies. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, he loved cowboy movies, and so that's all old black man. My daddy loves some John Wayne. Real <laughs> shit, and I didn't understand. And they need put one nigga in none of these films, and y'all watch these shits every fucking I mean, weekend. I could, I could <laughs> not understand it either. But then I was watching Gunsmoke a lot, and I started to realize. That book was really good. I realized they were talking, they were doing analogy to race, especially, especially that show. And instead of saying Indians, if you replace that with black people, it was just they Same were getting thing. lynched constantly. Yeah. And there was a lot. I was like, oh, they're actually trying to be helpful. Nice. Joe. Um, but also I realized essentially it was manhood talk. I was like, they, all they did was talk about this nigga's honorable. I fuck with him. That He has no honorable. I'll drink with him. I won't drink with him. Mm-hmm. This is a, And it's like, oh, they were all just examining wonderful, good behavior. And I was watching samurai movies, the same thing. Like, what is honorable behavior and what isn't? And I don't know. I just realized I never actually spent time thinking about that. So, you, so do, would you consider yourself honorable? I want to be, but I know I'm I mean, not. I, that answer lets you good. know you ain't. If you want to be, you yeah. are, you ain't. No, no, I definitely, I know. I definitely wish. I don't, I'm starting to analyze. I'm, yeah, I'm learning. I'm getting better. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, I think I'm very honorable. I mean, you seem honorable to me. I don't know you that well. We've, we've known each other like in past and we've done some shows together. But you don't seem like a, like a person with malicious intent. You know what I mean? No. So I would no, think you could no. be honorable. I can be. I just yeah. wish I don't. You know, there's times where you don't live up to yourself. You're like, ah, I wish I. Well, was we always we always bad. disappoint ourselves. That's what forces us to keep being better people because you want better for yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think that's everybody. If you don't feel that way, then you probably are a piece of shit. If you, think, <laughs> if you think that you all the way put together, you are probably the person that everybody hates. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I think I'm eventually <laughs> I'm eventually an honorable person. We'll go yeah. with that. Eventually, okay. I'll be like, yeah, it, I was wrong, nigga. You right. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I'm a there. I'm that student. Well, that's humble of you. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of people like to think they're perfect and blah, blah, blah. Well, mm-hmm. well you got it, you do. Yeah, no, I definitely I'll apologize too much sometimes. But I definitely be like, ooh, I sh- yeah, I just should have done that. My bad. Uh, <laughs> well, this is this is the moment, huh? All right, guys. I, it's Drink been a is great, done, baby. It's been a great episode. I just want to run some things past y'all, man. You know, uh, comedy's still doing really well, baby. Up and up. However, with the baby coming, and if y'all follow me, you know I got the new 9 to 5 and shit. I am stepping away from the podcast uh, just, you know, because I can't give it my all right now. And Rachel deserves somebody who can give it her all. So it's been, I've been doing this shit over two years, man. Y'all have been a hell of a fucking fan base. Rachel's going to keep this shit alive. She's going to have some more heat for y'all. I'm sure she won't miss a beat. I'm going to try. You know, but it is hard to place the chocolate assassin, the chocolate dropper, the big dick Willie. I'm sorry. As much as (laughs) as this pains me to say, I really will miss you. I think it's been really, really fun doing this with you. And I'm glad that you helped me 
keep this alive because there was many points where I thought about hey, giving up. Exactly. I really appreciate it. But you. that's what friends do, Rach. I know. And you know, I know you're a thug and you don't like to get emotional, but I am going to hug you before we leave. All oh right. God. And that'll be it. All right. And I want a full fucking hug. All right. None of that half side <laughs> church shit. Do you have any, before we go and before we give uh, Seton all his, tell, tell our listeners where they can find him and everything. Do you have any favorite moments? you could think of uh i know i got a couple mario cantone when he was was over here that was a great one um who else we've had some really big guests uh i don't know oscar fucking hit on me way too much i'll never forget that episode (laughs) oscar that motherfucker i'm telling you he is a wild person oscar aiden came on the podcast oh non-stop just i was like all right all right we get it (laughs) some Um, of my favorites wasn't even about people it was just you when i slapped myself in the face when the fly was here. That was great. That was great. But no, but some of the funniest ones were just where you were genuinely not knowing what the fuck we were talking about. Like the 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 wet market thing. <laughs> he thought wet markets was Mexicans. I thought and it was, was a place just, you bought Mexicans and it was bad. And I was like, I'm sorry. Well, it was this Mexican damn. person talking. I was like, I'm sorry. What did they? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. And, and she was like, what? And I was like, never mind. Some of you are genuinely like he just doesn't know, and it just those were just the funniest Listen. moments. Yeah, and no, I, a, a woman friend of mine told me she liked ASMR videos, and I've only knew them through porn. Yeah, so I was just like, you were like what? what? Why would you say that out loud? Right, and you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. no, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we get people, and I want I, inquiring minds want to know, and I'm not afraid because you. If you don't know something, you, you should, should ask, ask questions. Absolutely. So I'm not afraid to ask dumb questions. You know how they used to tell you as a kid, there are no dumb questions? Oh, that but is there a complete are. lie. But, yeah. but I That's always took that to heart. And I'm up. like, yeah, I'm like, no, there are dumb. And I'm not afraid to ask them. All right? Shut I will up. ask those oh dumb ass God. questions. So, no, I thank y'all for two and a half good years. It's just fun, man. And y'all, hey, if y'all follow me, keep Phil following me. Phil will be me. back. I guarantee you we'll be doing stuff together in the future. And I know yeah. I know that You for know a fact. this is my fake TV girlfriend. Anytime I, she need a boyfriend, she called a chocolate yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, well, so, who else I got? You know what that, I mean? Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Where can uh, all the listeners find you? And then Oh, yeah. Come to SetonSmith.com. Go to Seton Smith, the YouTube. Um, I got a lot of videos. Keep showing up. Um... Yeah, be more Instagram fan, yeah, friend. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, we have a very thank you, Seton, for coming. This was a, a big honor to have you on Phil's big last honor. episode. Yeah, seriously, big honor to be, be invited. Yeah. Yeah. We had to have a real brother for my last. One. I'm sick of you. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a, a pretty intense episode coming for next week, so stay tuned, guys. But thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Guys. Do you have crazy stories? We want to hear them. You can either let us know at IG on our IG page. You can hit us on our fucking... <laughs> See? So hit us up on our IG page, Dating App Disasters, or... On Dating App Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. That's just some old nasty shit. Y'all know what y'all like to hear. <laughs>